Hello, and welcome to Tiny Insect, episode 1.0, Introduction. This is a podcast about the creation of the modern world. It's not about some triumphal march of progress, nor is it a simple litany of all that's gone wrong. It's a story of the people, large and small, that drove, participated in, and experienced the creation of this world we live in today. In his book 1493, Charles C. Mann tells the story of how prolonged contact between Western and Eastern hemispheres created the modern world. This connection brought people, plants, animals, microbes, viruses, material resources, cultures, mores, values, and technologies together. Quote, For five centuries now, crash and chaos of connection has been our home condition. End quote. After reading and thinking about the topic for the last few years, I think the story I want to tell is best told by pushing the beginning back just a little bit further. Tiny Insect will examine the history of the world between the years 1206 and 1914, from the beginning of one era of global catastrophe to the beginning of another. It began when a man named Temujin assumed the title of Genghis Khan, which literally means universal leader and set out to make that title a reality. And it ends with the First World War, the beginning of a cataclysmic half-century of world wars, revolutions, and civil strife. This is an incredibly long and dramatic period of history, and I'm not going to attempt to cover everything. The show will be broken into distinct seasons, each of which will focus on a particular story or topic. Seasons will be roughly chronological, but the show won't be. I'm also going to focus on stories that don't get the attention they deserve. While famous and important events like the American War of Independence and the Napoleonic Wars do occur within the period I'm looking at, I don't plan on covering them in great detail. Some events which dominate your history textbooks will only get a passing reference here because they just aren't important to the story I want to tell. The tiny insect will visit everywhere from the drylands of Spain to the jungles of the Yucatan to the stony beaches of New England, and to the rice paddies of South China and the bustling cities of West Africa. This is a story of a world coming together, and it demands a global perspective. I'm going to do my best to tell stories from a non-Eurocentric perspective. Well, at least as well as a college-educated, middle-class, white American male who only speaks English can. There's no getting around the fact that in 1914, Europe was ascendant across the world. The European powers we're all familiar with will play a well-deserved central role in this story. By the eve of the First World War, the entire world, save five modern countries, was ruled in some capacity by European countries or their former colonies. Entire societies in the Western Hemisphere had been wiped out by disease, warfare, and assimilation. Their words, thoughts, and beliefs are lost to us. Even societies such as the Mexica, commonly known as the Aztecs, who did produce many volumes of written work, have been largely silenced by Spanish flames. The voices of millions have been lost. I will tell their stories as best as I can, but I'm limited by the available sources. So that's my goal for the show. For the first season, we're going to be taking a look at what is probably the bloodiest civil war in world history, and one most people, at least in the United States, have never heard of. For the first season, I'm going to be telling the story of the Taiping Civil War, sometimes called the Taiping Revolution or the Taiping Rebellion, but I prefer Civil War. 
In January 1851, a village school teacher and failed Confucian scholar named Hong Shiquan declared the Taiping Heavenly Kingdom and effectively declared war on the ruling Qing Dynasty of China as well as on the Confucian society that had been predominant in China for centuries. For the next 13 years, war touched every corner of the empire and killed around 20 million people. 20 million dead. I've seen some estimates as high as 50 million or more, but 20 seems to be the generally accepted figure. And this doesn't even include other rebellions that other groups launched against the Qing after the Taiping scored a stunning series of early victories. These other conflicts led to the deaths of millions each. For some context, the American Civil War, which was contemporaneous with the latter part of the Taiping Civil War, led to the deaths of about a million people. The Napoleonic Wars, which engulfed all of Europe for a comparable amount of time, led to the deaths of 3 to 6 million people. The Taiping Civil War dwarfs these wars in both the size and scope of its carnage. 20 million dead. That was around 5% of China's population at the time, and 2% of the world's total population. By contrast, World War II killed 3% of the world's population. That includes both Japan's war, which began with their invasion of China in 1937, and Hitler's much more famous 1939 war. It's worse than what France and Germany and Britain and Russia experienced combined during the First World War, although that conflict's violence was much more concentrated in time and space. Some regions of China saw levels of destruction comparable with what the Soviet Union suffered during World War II, and it took decades for those regions to recover. But the story of the Taiping isn't just a story of violence and carnage. Eight years before he declared his heavenly kingdom, Han Shiquan had learned that he was in fact God's second son, the younger brother of Jesus Christ. For eight years, he had preached and converted thousands of followers, God worshippers, who professed faith in the same God, worshipped by the English, French, Americans, and millions of others worldwide. If the Taiping had succeeded in their struggle against the Qing dynasty, which they almost did, it's easy to imagine that China today would be the world's largest Christian nation. So that's all for this episode. Since we're going to be spending so much time in China, the next episode will be an overview of China and its early history. If you have any feedback for the show, questions, or comments, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at TinyInsectPod. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a 5-star rating and review. Or 4 stars, whatever you think. Ratings and reviews help other listeners find the show. Thanks.